What's going on, guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to Thinking Bigger with Kevin Feely. In this episode, I'm going to talk about my journey with sobriety, my battle with alcohol, and how addiction is uh, not just alcohol or drugs. It can be TikTok. It can be sex. It can be Netflix. It can be video games. It can be food. It can be so many different things. It can also be positive things. So before I do that, actually, if you're listening or watching this, please do me a favor. Send this to somebody that struggles with active or previous addiction, somebody who has gotten sober or needs to get sober. If you do that, send that to as many people as possible. This will help a ton of people. I think there's going to be good info here. So let's talk about uh, a little bit about me getting sober. And But first, I want to talk about how I started drinking and um, just what led up to me getting sober. So I started drinking towards the end of high school, went through a rough breakup. And you know, when you're in high school, that first breakup is like the worst. But also, that relationship is your first relationship. And that is an addiction on its own, right? So I went from being addicted to this girl and this being my whole world and all that I could possibly focus on to that being gone, right? So not only am I going through this heartbreak, you know, the first heartbreak is usually the worst, but I'm also, now I've got this open calendar, right? I went from spending all my time with this girl to now being in a breakup mode, heart rate, heartbreak, and now I've got all the time in the world. I no longer cared about school. All I wanted to do was drink and party and have fun and forget, right? So I drank a lot. If there was a party, I was there. And I was partying, I mean, every weekend. And then after high school, instead of going to college, I went to college for partying, got my PhD in partying. If there was a party, I was there. Literally, like it went from being weekends to every couple days to daily, right? Where's the party at? Where are we going to be drinking tonight? What are we doing? When I was in high school, I got an underage drinking ticket and this ticket sent me to court and the court sent me to this like 90 day treatment center where uh, I just had to show up once a week and it was basically an AA meeting. But in this treatment program, whatever, this counselor said something and he said alcohol and addiction starts out all fun and games, no problems. And then it becomes slowly problematic, still a lot of fun, but starting to get problematic. Then it becomes mostly problematic and still kind of fun. And then it's almost all problems and no fun. And little did I know that quote that he had given me was a seed that was planted that eventually helped me get sober. But it was so true because I went from partying and it was all this good, fun stuff to then getting into fights all the time getting arrested, literally would, would, I mean, I was so bored and so impulsive when I would drink, I would go into, I would go in and break into cars and go steal cars when I was bored, right? Like with my friends, just cause we were drunk and had nothing else to do, which sort of leads me to my point of addiction. And I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not, you know, here to give you medical advice, but my personal experience, addiction is just boredom right? So whether you're addicted to alcohol, whether you're addicted to drugs or Netflix or sex or whatever, right? Like you're just bored and you have to fill that space. So fast forward to, I mean, when I was drinking, I got into so many different scenarios where I should have stopped, right? 
I got beat up so bad one night by a group of guys that I almost died. And I woke up in the hospital with no recollection. You know, when I woke up in the morning, no recollection. I have, I'm in the hospital. I wake up with these bright lights in my face on an, you know, on a, a hospital bed with a neck brace on and everything still completely shit faced from the night before. And I have no recollection on why I'm there. And the doctor comes in and tells me, we found you behind a dumpster. You had been jumped by this group of guys and they dragged your lifeless body behind this dumpster and left you there. And if it weren't for the baker behind this bakery, you know, he was taking out the trash in the morning. If it weren't for the crew the night before that had forgotten to take the trash out and the baker had to do it in the morning, may not have found you until it was too late. And I remember sitting there in the emergency room talking to this doctor and, and my, I mean, I can't see out of my eye. I mean, and, and this doctor explains to me that he's, that I'm lucky to be alive and that they weren't sure if I was going to live when they brought me in. You know, that's crazy. They did CT scans and he said, you know, there must be an angel looking out for you because you should have severe swelling in your brain. Nothing. Almost no issues came from that. Um, I mean, I had a, a minor head injury or a traumatic brain injury, actually. But he the doc, just I remember just hearing the doctor and his genuine like, dude, you need to not drink. It's obvious. But for me, I thought, hey, if I survive this, I can survive anything. I'm fucking invincible. Right. So I continue to drink. I should have gotten sober then, but I continue to drink and I continued to party and live in this reckless fashion. Now, fast forward a couple years later, um, working in Boston at the company called Beacon Payments. If you guys follow the podcast, you know, I was making good money. I was young, having fun, drinking a lot, but I one night got a little too drunk, probably the most drunk I've ever been in my life, fought with a bunch of cops, woke up in jail with some assault on police officer charges, some really serious stuff, looking at a lot of time. And it was the first time that I felt like I was out of control. And it was the first time where I realized it was like I was possessed. I wasn't making those choices for myself. And I decided like, I'm done. I'm never drinking again. I'm sober because I never want to feel that out of control feeling like some other force is making decisions for me. You know, that's a scary thing because you never know. Like what, what if I had, I don't know, gone off and driven my car and ran on the sidewalk and hit somebody, you know, and now I just killed somebody and, and you know, it wouldn't matter because that's what would have happened. So I decided like, I'm never going to feel this out of control again. And I'm going to take back control of my life. So I got sober. I went to AA and fast forward. Now I have almost seven years of sobriety, but it took this chaotic, wild, crazy thing for me to get sober. So if you're listening to this and we're going to talk about more than just alcohol, but just for sake of getting my story out there, if you're listening to this and you're struggling with active addiction, there's two ways you're going to get sober. You're either going to get sober by force, meaning something crazy and terrible happens that it's so bad that you have to get sober or you die, right? Because that's a way to get sober. Or you're going to do it on your own where you decide to take control of your life. You're going to realize that the math ain't math in here and this isn't good for you, right? And this is going to lead to nothing better, but always something worse. So just think about that. And also, I don't know anybody that's gotten sober that regrets it. 
I know a lot of people who woke up hungover that regret drinking, but I know nobody that's gotten sober that regrets it. So just think about that, right? Um, so getting sober, right? I, I think, and this is not just alcohol, this is drugs, this is any kind of addiction, whether it's food, whether it's whatever, right? Addiction is just boredom. So just like when I had my first breakup and every hour, every minute was spent focused on this girl went to a completely open calendar, I filled that calendar with alcohol and partying, right? So if you're, if you have an addictive personality, you're going to be filling your calendar with whatever gives you that dopamine hit, right? So whether you like it or not, you're going to be addicted to something. That's my personal opinion. So you can now change the thing that you're addicted to. So right now, if you're addicted to alcohol, drugs, or some kind of media form like TikTok or Instagram, whatever, if you're addicted to something and you're spending all of your time on it and it's not benefiting you, flip that addiction. For me, when I got sober, it became starting my own business and working out, right? I got crazy into running and, and personal development and growing my business, but I didn't stop the addiction. I just changed the thing that I was addicted to. So all of my time went from alcohol and partying and all of that. And now I dumped it into things that are going to actually serve me and others. And funny, my life started to change drastically because of it. So if you're listening to this, you need to start to first cut the negative things and start to fill it with other things because you have to fill that void. Whether you like it or not, you've got to do something in that time. You might as well make it something productive. So a couple tips for getting sober, just to get back to the uh, alcohol and drug side of things. First thing you can do is obviously go to AA. Um, I'm no longer a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. Personally, I, I got a tremendous amount of value in the beginning, but I don't think it's something that I need long term. I've been sober for almost seven years. If something changes, I'm back there in a minute. Uh, I know when to ask for help, but when you're first getting sober, just like I talk about needing a mentor in business, just like I talk about needing a mentor in anything in life, sobriety is no different. So go to AA, find people that have what you want, which is a lot of sobriety, long time, and figure out what they're doing and copy it. It's no different than business or anything else. No matter what you want in this world, find somebody that has it, find a bunch of people that have it, figure out what they're doing and copy it, right? So tip number one is go to AA or NA if you're struggling with drugs or alcohol. Tip number two is move to a new city. Uh, I celebrated my first year of sobriety, freshly moved to San Diego from Boston, right? So I got sober and as I got sober, my perspective started to open up and my possibilities started to open up, right? So I decided to move to California and um, that changed everything for me, right? And it wouldn't have happened if I hadn't gotten sober. And tip number three is change your habits and surroundings. So if you can't move, you know, which is a big change in your habits and surroundings, you can do that in a local way. So if you can't leave where you are, you don't want to, maybe you love where you live, you know, don't hang out with people that are partying or doing whatever addictive thing that you're doing. Um, and, and change your habits, change the things that you're doing every day. You know, instead of going to the bar on the weekends, Pencil into your calendar that you're going to go on a run that time or a hike or a swim or something. Go to the gym, right? You have to change. You have to change those things. But again, if you're struggling with any kind of addiction, you have to 
understand that you're always going to have to fill that with something. So fill it with something positive. So TikTok, right? Like if you look at your screen time, TikTok, Instagram, all of these short, you know, uh, quick content things are giving you little addic- little addictive dopamine hits, right? It's a reward system in your brain that when you see this, your brain gives you a little dopamine and it's a reward for going through that, right? So if you're sucked into the Netflix or into TikTok or into YouTube or into video games, you need to realize a couple things. If it's not serving you, it's going to destroy you, right? Or it's going to slowly tear away at you. So you have to change that. I can't, I I feel like I'm kind of saying some basic stuff here, but you have to fill that time with something else. So if you're struggling with addiction, ask for help, make a change and don't wait. Because if you wait, the longer you wait, the higher the chance of something really bad happening is. If you got something from this, please leave a comment. Um, I hope this helps somebody you, and again, send this to somebody that is struggling with any kind of addiction. Uh, you can do this and do it sooner than later. Have a good one guys.